This is Christy. And I'm Jenna, and this is Badass Moms. Badass. If your kid ain't mud, and you don't know what to do, and your neighbors judge, and your in-law shitty too, pour tequila in your coffee. Don't go run and ask your mommy. And together we'll break it down to find a clue. Ask the badass moms like a badass mom would do. We're here for you. And action! <laughs> Hi, friends. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Bad Ask Moms podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Liu, and with me, as always, is the fabulous Christy Mirabello. Hi, Christy. Hello. Thank you, fabulous Jenna. How are you? Yes. In case this is your first time tuning in, this is a reminder that me, Jenna Liu. I am the founder of Six Cool Moms, a national social network for fun moms. And what is it you do, Christy? I am a fierce mama, and I am the founder of Fierce Mama Coaching, and I do all sorts of crazy and wild things on Facebook and YouTube and not Twitter, because I don't tweet, unlike our lovely president. Boo, Twitter. (laughs) I just don't understand it. Also, for those of you who are listening and not watching, I am currently recording inside my closet, sort of Literally. halfway, because I have I have a lot of stuff in here, because I'm doing my best to get the best quality of sound from my microphone. It sounds so, amazing. I'm doing it for you guys. How's your week? How's your week going? It's going pretty well. Um, gearing up for homeschool, so finishing up that space. And my husband's back at work after like five months. <laughs> so new changes and, uh, but it's a good week. I'm excited. How are you? I'm, you know, I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. As I uh, was not mentioning, I mentioned this online, but I was a little late to our recording because I had to get a mammogram this afternoon. Yeah. So I just wanted to, and it's my first one because I'm 35 so I have a little bit of a family history of breast cancer. So I just wanted to put it out there for you guys that if you do have a family history, your insurance will cover it if you are 35 years old. And I think the earlier you can get it, the better, uh, the best chance you have to beat breast cancer is early detection. So yes, for go sure. get that test and insurance. Stop being so fucking cheap. Jesus. Mm, so annoying, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's really, like, it actually makes me really angry because people do die of early onset breast cancer because their insurance wouldn't cover a mammogram. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. It's horrendous. Well, I'm glad you went and mm-hmm. um, sending you all the good juju vibes to your teats. Yeah, they were fine. It wasn't that bad, which makes me kind of yeah. feel bad about myself that like my titties pancake nicely. But that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. All right. Why don't we get this show on the road, Christy? Go ahead. All right. With our first, first question. Up. Yeah, so this, let's go dig in. So I'm stuck in the middle of my mom and brother who don't get along. I'm constantly the mediator. How do I tell them they need to handle their own problems and I'm done being in the middle? There it is. You said it, right? That last sentence. (laughs) That's how I'd say it, but I'm a little more direct than most. Um, You know, 
I would come in it from love. And first of all, that is a tough situation. I have been in a situation in between family members. It is not fun to be in the middle and you get further and further sucked in. And then it seems like you kind of get out of it and get sucked back in. And it's, it can be emotional to you too. And you don't want to pick sides, but you want everyone to get along, especially if you're like a peacemaker. Um, so I, I get it. I have been there. And for me, I would say it, like I said, less directly than I do. I would kind of start it off with, you know, I really love you to whoever you're talking about at the moment. I wouldn't like talk to him at the same time about it. Um, and I would just say, you know, I really do love you, but this is kind of putting a strain on me and upsetting me. And I know that you guys are having your issues, but I... I'm not in the middle of this. This this is between you two and I don't want to be pulled in either direction because you're both my family. I don't want to hurt either of you, you know, or upset either of you and I would appreciate if if you could just keep what's going on between you. I know it might be hard to do, but please try for me and I'm just letting you know and this is where you're setting the boundary from this from this point on. I I just can't be involved, but I love you and I you know I want you to work it out, but I just can't. I don't have the energy. That's what I'd probably round it up to uh, if I were mm -hmm. better with words. Normally, I'd be like, <laughs> get me out of this shit. Not my shit. That's my like hashtag is not my shit. So I wouldn't say that, but that's how, where it could come from. You know, it's like you have, you really do have to put yourself first and you might feel guilty. And that's part of it too. I found years ago, I'd feel guilty with this stuff. And you can't because really you have to protect yourself, your family, if you have one, because it really is a domino effect. If negativity is coming into your space, then that could get you in a bad mood. And then you're messed up to your partner, your kid. So protect, you know, your, your sacred energy. Do -do -do -do. <laughs> does that sound serious? Do -do -do -do. Yeah, it does. Um, I totally agree with you there. I love that word that we constantly say, that dirty word, which is boundaries mm, yes. boundaries i should get that on a shirt that just says boundaries yes um yeah so i've had this situation come up and i refuse to be put in the middle of these situations so i say to uh whatever parties this is a problem between party a and party b and i'm gonna see my way, see my way. i felt it coming jenna i know i know i know no i actually i've never said that specifically but i say like this seems like a problem that between the two of you and i really don't want to get involved in it because uh the new season of lucifer is on netflix and so i'm going to be busy watching that way more and then i don't it is and i just don't have the time to mediate your drama like you're adults you know, figure maybe it out. too, like with that, and this is really serious. Um, maybe you could recommend they just stop their bullshit and they watch Lucifer. I know, actually, maybe <laughs> Lucifer can bring. Actually, this season's really not that good, in my personal opinion. Oh, I haven't watched it. I don't know. I'm still watching it to the very end because Tom Ellis is so amazing. Hmm. All right, we're we tangented. It's fine though, but it's Tom Ellis. So here's yeah. the thing. It's worth a tangent. Yeah. The only thing you can really, you can only control your behavior. You can't control your mother. You can't control your brother. You can only control what you do. So there's two options. You can take the direct route and say, mom, brother, I don't know their names. <laughs> mom and brother, I love you both. 
I really would like to be kept out of these um, issues. Mm. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't like being uncomfortable. It makes me not want to talk to either one of you, which is not something I want to do. So if you have an issue with one another, I'd appreciate it if you would talk to each, you know, each other about it and leave me out of it. I, I just, I don't, I don't want to be involved. It makes me feel uncomfortable. So you could say that. And if they don't respect it, well, then you need to find somebody to mediate the problem that you now have with your mom and your brother. So why don't you pull your dad in? (laughs) Or like, I don't know, like a family friend. Uncle Harry. He's always a good one. Maybe the family dog or cat. I don't know. No. See, that's the directory. You just tell them straight up. "I, I do not like the way this makes me feel and I don't want to be a part of it anymore. Or when one of them calls you to talk about an issue that they have had, you can redirect the conversation. So just every time they try to talk, you know, blah, 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 you can switch it up and be like, oh, actually, uh, before we talk about that, can we talk about the Democratic National Convention and talk about that for a couple of minutes? And then be like, oh, shit, my popcorn's done. I got to go. Yeah. They'll be like, I have to go watch Lucifer. Yeah, I have to go watch Lucifer. Um, my popcorn's done. So you could do it that way, the passive way where you start to train them that every time they try to bring you into it, you're going to switch the subject and they'll get the hint. Or you can do it the quick band-aid way and say, I'm not doing this anymore. So if you guys call and you start talking shit about each other, I'm going to come up with an excuse to get off of the phone. Yeah. Which is I have to watch Lucifer. Yeah, every time. Every time. <laughs> Gotta watch Lucy. Yeah, I do like that. And the um changing into a positive thing. And I've done that with just friends that are getting negative or they're just like mm-hmm. really in the funk. And I always help people, of course. But there's if it's a pattern, I'll I'll do that, like kind of just changing it right when they start getting negative, like, oh yeah, oh that's too bad. Blah blah blah. Look at the beautiful sky and the <laughs> rainbow and the unicorns. Be like, guess what? Mom, mom and brother, I found a unicorn outside today. <laughs> They're going to be like, are you crazy? And be like, no, it was a unicorn or a horse with a oh, horn glued on its face. I don't know. But listen, now you've redirected the conversation to something that's real tangible you could talk about. Yeah. And if we they try to problem. go back, if they go back to the conversation after that, it's helpless and you just scream mm-hmm. unicorn and hang up. <laughs> that's right. That's, there it is. Yeah. But honestly, good luck to you. This is not an easy situation to have to deal with. I think it's fairly common. Mm -hmm. As a general statement, I actually really dislike when parents put siblings against each other like that. I know it's an easy way, you know, an easy way out, but you should have a camaraderie of siblings that shouldn't be broken by the parents. It's strange. Seems kind of immature, you know, like as a parent to do that, you know, there might be the urge, but it's like, come on, how old are you? We know better. A hundred percent for sure. All right. Well, good luck. Yes. Good luck. Uh, let us know how it goes. Yes, indeed. Let us know how that goes with your boundaries. <laughs> we got All right, to move. take a shirt. All right. Moving number- on. All right. Ooh. My 19-year-old son spent the week at my sister's house. And today he decided he was going to go to a friend's house, which he did without informing my sister. And the sister is who her son's currently staying with. My sister now wants me to go get him from said friend's house 40 minutes away from where I am because now she doesn't want him back in her house because of COVID. And I totally respect and understand. 
honestly, I don't want him here in my house either for the same reason, but he is my son and he does live here. We have had multiple conversations with him and his inability to communicate his whereabouts. He also claims that he's a quote unquote adult as a reason why he doesn't have to tell us anything. Mm. Here's the problem. My stance is if he's quote unquote adult enough not to communicate, then he's adult enough to figure out how to get home since he's the one who created this mess. Okay. So he's 19. What the fuck? <laughs> Kick him out. I, I don't get it. If you're an adult enough to be. And if he said that, yeah, yeah. That, it's. I'm telling you what, you don't pay bills in this house enough to say, you, I'm an adult. I don't to have to tell you, okay. Anything. Then I don't like, have to tell you I'm changing the damn lock. Yeah, or you're going to start paying me rent like an adult. Yeah, that's, okay. So overall, your son's in the wrong. It's very stupid. He's 19. He needs to like leave the house. <laughs> or if he's, I guess, home from college and he can't leave kind of a situation, like that's the deal. He might have a little angst about, you know, what's going on in the world. And, you know, 19 year olds can be a little ornery anyway. You just have to sit down and have a, have a conversation with him again and say, bro, listen, you can't do this. It's a pandemic. You know, people are worried about getting sick. So, would you go get him or would, would you make him find his own way? He's 19. Call an Uber. What is yeah. happening? Yeah, I don't, I didn't, I'm like, wh- how far and why can't he just Uber? Uh, 40 minutes? Uh, sorry, yeah, you better uber your ass home i don't care if you have to go sell your body on the way no yeah i wouldn't go don't, don't sell I your go body. get him and also like does he really want his mom picking him up from his friend's house because he's in trouble <laughs> that would be really embarrassing would be i so mean it'd be funny for me but embarrassing for him so yes the thing here is, is that your 19-year-old kid's being a 19-year-old kid, and unfortunately, he's living in your house, and so he has to follow your rules. So you're going to come up against him wanting to be independent versus him living under your roof and needing to follow your rules. So this is not going to fix itself until he moves out of your home, unfortunately. The only thing you guys can do is try to come up with a game plan for each other where you give him the freedom he needs as a 19-year-old, and he gives you the respect um, that you need as his parent and both, you know, both his parent and I guess a roommate, however you want to like look at your current living <laughs> situation. Cause you're right. Cause it, it, you know, he has to respect you. He has to respect your sister. I don't know why he's staying with her either, but I mean, that's probably a whole other conversation. The but week, maybe she lives by the beach or something fun. Could be. But yeah, you got to set, again, boundaries. You got to set some ground rules and the two of you have to sort of come together. It can't be you attacking him because he's just going to push back more. So you have to come at it at, at an angle of how can we work together to create a situation while you're living here that is tolerable for all of us because I love you and you're my child and I want you to be happy, but I also don't want you bringing diseases home. That whole thing. Mm. Yeah, totally agree with it. You know, you're 19. Not saying every 19-year-old has to be out or whatever, you know. I get it, maybe home from college or whatever, but I mean, you you run your fucking house. This is your house and it is your rules. My, I mean, my mama raised me that way and I would when I would 
let him find his way back home when he gets there. I'd say, all right, we're sitting down. I'm going to show you the rules and the regulations of this home because this isn't working out this way. I love you to death. I'm doing this to protect you and also protect myself. And in general, not just in COVID, but, you know, um, run my house how I want to run it while trying to give you a little freedom. But I would say here, these are these are my rules and this is my house. And if you can't live by it, you are an adult. I mean, he is an adult, right? He's 19. He's an adult. And I know it's scary with kids. You know, I get it. They're always our babies. But um, if he can't live by the rules, then I would have him find somewhere else to live. Those, the fact he said to you, he doesn't have to tell you anything. Oh, if I would have said that to my mama. Yeah, I would, I would just set the boundaries, say, look, and, you know, sit down. If you have to make a damn list or something, whatever you got to do, make it clear to him what the rules are and say, look, this is it. I love you. I want you to be here. You're welcome to be here, but it has to be, you know, with these guidelines because this, this isn't working out right now. You know, you're not the boss. I'm the fucking boss. I'm the mama boss. Boss mom. You're a boss mom. So take the power back. Mm -hmm. Take your power back. That's our next shirt. <laughs> I like take your power back. And you definitely should take your power back. But again, this is not a, this is not something that's uncommon. I think no. once kids get, mm -hmm. you know, out of high school, it, it's hard. They want to they be want independent, but, but they're not independent quite yet. So yeah. you're doing the best you can. And I think if you made him Uber, figure out a way home, maybe it'll teach him a little bit of responsibility. You're a good yeah. mom though. You are. You're a good mom and you'll get over this hump. 19, I think is a tough mm -hmm. age. It was, Oof. was for me. Me too, man. For me my too. mom or so. <laughs> for me. But yeah, uh, good luck. Let us know how it pans out. And um, yeah, anyone else, if you have any more questions, send them to us. And I think, I think I smell a, uh, Mom in the news story. Mom's in the news. Actually, this one is not a surprise because Christy sent it to me, but it's fairly good. So the mom of six children was kicked off a flight with all the children after two-year-old would not wear a mask. So a New York City mother traveling with her six children was kicked off a JetBlue flight Wednesday after her two-year-old daughter would not wear a mask as the airplane requires. Chaya Bruck, a Brooklyn resident, documented the episode that occurred on, on a flight from Orlando to Newark in a video posted to Facebook and had more than 2,400 views by early Thursday afternoon. Shame on you, JetBlue, she wrote on Facebook, for harassing me and kicking me with my six children, said... Brooke said her two-year-old would not cooperate and wear a mask. She did not immediately return a request for comment, which is funny too. <laughs> yeah. She alleges in the post that the airline's in-flight crew members were nothing but bullies who treated her and her family inhumanely. She also claims that the company's written policy posted on the website states that young children who are unable to wear a mask are exempt. Mm -hmm. JetBlue's website says all travelers who are at least two years old must be wearing a face covering over their nose and mouth throughout their journey, including during check-in, boarding, while in flight, and deplaning to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Other major airlines also have mask policies. Yeah, so like, 
I'm not going to read the rest of this. Ooh, but in the nearly three-minute video, passengers quickly came to her defense after she was asked to leave the plane. Do you realize she is too? Brooke can be heard saying about a minute into the video. They got into like a fight. Should I tie her hands? What should I do? Should I hold her hands? Uh, I don't actually know how I feel about this because I'm very torn because one is, yeah, she's two and it's hard to get, I guess, get a two-year-old to wear a mask on a plane. But at the same time, it is coronavirus. So if you can't get her to, then like figure out, don't do this. Don't take six children on a plane right now. I mean, you know, I would agree with that. That is my thought. And then I feel like we're going to get so much shit. Yeah. You know, um, because some people may have to, may have to, for whatever reason, um, travel, you know, with their kids. I don't know their story. (laughs) I'm going to finish reading it and, and see if it, if they were in Orlando because they went to like Disney. Um, yeah, if they're just in Disney, I mean, if they spent all that money, maybe they had already paid and then they couldn't back out. I'm trying to give benefit of the doubt for some reason here. Because I'm like, why else would you have six kids in a plane right now? Anyways, that's our mom in the news. I'll post that so you guys can read the 87-page article yes. about her fighting with the flight attendant. I don't know, though. Like, she, like, why would they be picking on or bullying her? Like, there's like, I need, I need to know. I'm going to watch the video. Did you watch the video? Because I started to watch it, then I sent it to you because I got all excited. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we'll do this. I have, yes. I've had squirrel ADD. Squirrel, you know? Yeah, definitely. I hope there's no spiders in this closet. Well, I hope they're daddy long legs if they are. Why? They're, no, they're That's all they're terrible. Best. Oh. best at what? The best they, at not biting your face off. Do they build webs? I hope they do. <laughs> I don't know why I hope they do, but I like webs too. I don't know. Core's turning me into this nature freak and I hate it. I like frogs and toads. It's happening. Well, frogs and toads are one thing, but coming out of the gate being like, I hope it's a daddy long legs. They're like- the, the, <laughs> With my like, like peace sign and flowers. They're I like love the care daddy bears of nature. Care Just bears. little daddy long legs. Well, daddy up. long legs. They really have little niblet little bodies that don't do anything except hold legs. They little, little balls. Yeah. Um, so one, I'll say one more thing. We've, we've covered this story. I, I think the part of the problem is, is that we- didn't read it all the way through. The headline <laughs> just caught us. We're all excited. I'm excited. I thought really you. excited. You just did. Yeah. But I don't really know like the full story here, so I have to like really watch the video. Yeah, to I guess see to how really get, have an opinion because it is a touchy subject right now. So and yeah. there are different variables, but in general, I mean, I guess offhand, I would think my opinion was just that like, if you. I don't know. It's hard because it's like, <laughs> just hold that shit on the kid's face, I guess. <laughs> uh, I'm more stuck on the part where she has six kids and it literally makes me sick to my stomach to think about having that many children. Having six kids, I mean. I have one and I'm barely alive. I'd have to just live at Disney if I wanted to go. I'd just move there. That'd be the solution because there's no way I'd be wanting to fly back and forth with six kids. Yeah, but seriously, six? How do you, how do you feed six kids? My, how my, does it work? My brother, my brother, my husband is one of six, and it's amazing to me. I'm just like, how, I asked his mom, like, how do you do it? How? And they're all so 
well-behaved. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like mine would end up monsters arrested every week. Mine would all just be really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and they and yours wouldn't have food food apparently. <laughs> don't I'm like, I don't know what them. to I don't know what to feed you. It's actually a constant issue that I have with the ladies at my uh, Poppy's daycare because yeah. they they'll constantly <laughs> throw shade at me and be like, maybe you can put some more protein. Uh, oh, in her lunch yeah. and I'm like what do you mean like what am I supposed to feed she drinks formula four times a day what am I supposed to feed her yeah like, so I'm like giving they're like stop giving her vegetables you're giving her too many vegetables with too much fruit and I'm like I don't oh Somebody my gosh tell me what to feed stick it kid. stick some cheese in there and call it a day I do I put cheese in there <laughs> that's good enough you're doing good Jenna f those people I'm upset because you know what I'd probably stuff ho-hos in there so judge me my favorite too, they sometimes throw a shade in the app. So, yeah. cause that's how we communicate. And my favorite thing is, is that we forgot to bring her water bottle one day. Oh, we're like, we're like fuck. <laughs> and they sent us a message that said, no water today, question mark, exclamation point. And oh. we just felt like shit. Yeah. Parenting's well, real hard. Anyways, we really don't forget your kids water as, as we totally digress, but that's okay. I don't think we need to excuse ourselves from digressing anymore because mm-hmm. it's all part of the fun. Indeed. All right. Well, go we feed your kids to- guys. <laughs> go feed your kids. Why does she need six? She doesn't have a farm. It doesn't make sense. All right. Anyways. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode of the Ask Moms (laughs) podcast. We hope that you have enjoyed yourself. We certainly have. I'm Jenna Liu, the founder of Six Cool Moms. You can find me on the Instagrams at Noshing the Suburbs, and you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Bad Ask with a K Moms. And if you'd like to send us a question, that's badasksmoms at gmail.com. Yes, we will see you on the flippy dippy. And um, if we don't see you on the flippy dippy, then we'll see you on the floppy dappy. Okay, cool. I'm so but tired. Also, my jokes are so bad. That's not even a joke. But also, Christy, can you tell them who, like where they can find you? No, I don't want <laughs> you guys to find me. <laughs> not today. Uh, yes, of course I can. You can always find me on Fierce Mama everywhere. I, and I am actually launching a website this week. So I will, I'll, I'm going to post that in our group. Why not? Let's post all our shit in our group this week. So you can uh-huh. find us everywhere all the time. You can feed us if you can't feed your kids. I take ojos. Jenna doesn't do water apparently that much, but we still love her. So wait, are we just going to be getting uh, boxfuls of ho-hos and water? I'm down for that. It, it's like the water counter acts the ho-ho, doesn't it? Stick a it broccoli. It makes it easier in. to eat. Yeah, if you soak in water, like like they do in the hot dog eating contests. Yeah. I'm proud of my ho-hos. I am proud. All right, bye, guys. (laughs) Bye.